How about now, Johnny? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Okay, Hello? That's on. That's on. That's. How about now? Hello? 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 All right. Mama named him Johnny. All right. Sorry for the inconvenience, gentlemen. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Ken, you ready? Yeah. All right. I am rolling. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. So, uh, received an email from a GLer regarding Bugs Be Gone. I'm so glad you mentioned that stuff in one of your ads. The stuff is great. I had a windshield that I described as looking through a windshield with chicken pox. I sprayed that stuff on, let it sit for two, two minutes, drove it out into the rain, a couple wipes with the blades, and it was infinitely better. I would recommend that product to everyone. And yeah, that's how easy it is. You spray Bugs Be Gone on your gross windshield, the gross uh, uh, hood of your car, the, your gross grill, your gross bumper. Let it sit a minute or two, spray it off. Bugs Be Gone. It easily solves the frustration of scrubbing bugs. It's safe for all finishes. It's non-toxic. It's water-based and leaves no film or haze when it dries. Just a clean and shiny bumper. And we can use it on anything organic. Lots of people, they try it on their vehicle and then, oh, man, I got to get this on my boat, the camper, uh, motorcycles, whatever. If it's organic, you just spray it on. Wait a few minutes, spray it off, and the bugs be gone. Just another fine product for our vehicles from the fine folks at Seafoam. I meant to get to this yesterday. <clears throat> it didn't make me angry. It made me sad. Hmm. Uh, it's regarding electric vehicles. Okay. Uh, in the industry, there is a quandary known as the nickel pickle. <laughs> To make batteries for EVs, companies need to mine and ref... This is from the front page of yesterday's Wall Street Journal. <clears throat> to make batteries for EVs, companies need to mine and refine large amounts of nickel. The process of getting the mineral out of the ground and turning it into battery-ready substances, though, is particularly environmentally unfriendly. Reaching the nickel means cutting down swaths of rainforest. Refining it is a carbon-intensive process that involves extreme heat and high pressure, producing waste slurry that's hard to dispose of. The nickel issue reflects a larger contradiction with the e within the EV industry. Though electric vehicles are designed to be less damaging to the environment in the long term, than conventional cars, the process of building them carries substantial environmental harm. Let me turn to the jump. Substantial, you say? Substantial environmental harm. The challenge is playing out across Indonesia's mineral-rich islands, by far the world's largest source of nickel. These deposits are not deep underground, but lie close to the surface under stretches of overlapping forests. Getting to the nickel is easy and inexpensive, but only after the forests are completely cleared. 
One Indonesian mine known as Hangaja, Hangjaya, obtained permits five years ago to expand its operations into a forested area nearly three times the size of New York City's Central Park. The mine's Australian owner, Nickel Industry, said the rainforest clearing in 2021 caused greenhouse gas emissions equivalent to 56,000 tons of carbon dioxide. (laughs) That's roughly equal to driving 12,000 conventional cars for a year, according to calculations by the Wall Street Journal based on U.S. Environmental Protection Agency data. Or... 76,000 large boxes of paper clips in 14 Olympic-sized swimming pools. Okay. Boy, they're really windmilling windmilling themselves, aren't they? They really are. I think it's the Earth's, it's humans' biggest example of windmilling, I think. Nickel Industry says that firsthand it cleared, uh, says the forest land it cleared had previously been degraded by illegal logging which is why the Indonesian government allowed mining there. The company says it works hard to rehabilitate land, including planting over 2 million trees, and notes that its efforts have received environmental stewardship awards from the Indonesian government. Hmm. That's like a pat on the back from (laughs) Hitler. (laughs) Unfortunately, land clearing is required for all open-cast mining processes, including our operations, said the firm's sustainability manager, Muchazar, who, like many Indonesians, goes by one name. The negative impact is offset, he said, by nickels used in the environmentally friendly batteries. At this point, I was getting the the sadness feeling that how how wrong this is and how we are so desperate to change things that work and replace them with things that don't. Tesla said in an April report that EVs cause more emissions during the manufacturing phase than conventional vehicles due in part to the process of extracting and refining minerals. The company said it takes less than two years of driving for an EV's total emissions to fall below that of a comparable internal combustion engine vehicle, however. Nickel is responsible for more than a third of the carbon emissions generated for making a common type of battery cell, more than any other mineral or production process. Uh, before 20, I won't read the whole thing. Before 2018, most of the nickel used in EVs was the type generally found in non-equatorial countries, including Canada and Russia. The sulfide nickel found there is generally of a higher grade and easier to process than other varieties. The mines often located deep underground are expensive and time-consuming to develop. Thus, what what happens? You, you go to a place like Indonesia where you can find, you can extract nickel virtually from the surface of the earth, but first you clear-cut the forest. Right. So don't any of you EV drivers ever bitch at me about the rainforest. <laughs> Auto executives worried about having enough nickel to meet rapidly growing demand for EVs. They had moved from cobalt, another battery component, after human rights groups and journalists reported on widespread child labor in cobalt operations in dangerous conditions faced by mines in the Democratic Republic of Congo. 
automakers tweaked their batteries to reduce cobalt by adding more nickel. So you got something wrong with the cobalt. Right. You're gonna you're gonna up you're gonna trump that by something wrong with the nickel. Yep. And sounds like a recipe for a disaster. But it's a government <clears throat> car. Wow. And the government is not capable of producing a car. So that has me asking, why why are the big wigs in charge? The climate change cartel. They've got to know this, Such. That there's no way they don't know this. Why do they continue to push EVs the way they do? If they know that not only will this not help the planet, it will further harm the planet. I don't know how to follow the money, but follow the money has to be the answer to your question. Well, those politicians are appeasing to those people that are the loudest criers, those the leftists that are saying, we need, we need, we need. We don't care why or how. We just want the end result. Right, but we—that's not answering the question. The Doesn't, question is: They know this. They know yeah. this is degrading. Yeah, this is hurting the earth. Why are they doing it then? Is it doubling down when you know you're wrong and you just refuse to <laughs> no, admit? No, no, it's more than that. It's financial in nature. It's follow the money. Yeah. Who's getting rich from this? Yeah. Well, mining companies are. Chinese mining companies are. Okay, then, so let's bring it local. Um, we all know trees and rainforests. What do, what do they do? They eat carbon dioxide, right, right? Right. Make the planet better. Why are we cutting trees down, very, very old trees down, along Summit Avenue for a bike path? The idiots in charge have to know that this is harmful for the environment, and those trees and that green space beautifies the city. Why are they doing it? Well, I'll, okay, I let, you're right. Let's keep it local. Let's stick to Summit Avenue. And the answer there would be there is no money to follow. Right. That will only be taxpayer, taxpayer money required. Yeah. There is no one that will... Uh, there is no one that will benefit personally from it uh, as near as I can determine. Yeah. So that means the answer has to be elevated to uh, there, there, a, a more common thought uh, in keeping with what's been taking place. And that is the diminution of capitalism or, or the predisposition to frown upon capitalism and individual freedoms the bike path on summit might be as simple as it's being driven by people who are opposed to the automobile they're opposed to the automobile because they believe the automobile is harming the earth which it is not electric vehicles will and they're opposed to the automobile because the automobile represents freedom of movement living wherever you want to going wherever you want whenever you want and somehow that disturbs their sensibilities and it's ironic because you, you want to be an individual they all want to be individuals no they don't they want a collective attitude they want a collective mentality and to them collectivism would mean you're going to your local bakery on your bicycle to get your uh, assigned loaf of bread but physically they all want everybody to i want to have red hair okay you should be able to have red hair that's that's i think somewhat ironic that in their physical appearance 
and what they want to be addressed as, they want to be individuals. But then on the flip side, like you're saying, they want everybody to be the same. The uh, They're forcing a lifestyle change on us, and the end result is the, um, the end of capitalism. The lifestyle change would be a lifestyle where no one really can gain much. Can, no one can really get ahead. Right. Uh, because getting ahead is frowned upon. Because yeah. how and, dare you achieve? And, and to and then what they would argue is that getting ahead would require you 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 to use more resources. You would need lumber to build that big house you want to build, and you would need steel, and you need this. Yeah. All of it, all of it comes to a screeching halt, crashing into the mining for EV batteries. Mm-hmm. It comes to a screeching halt. You you want this. And yet, you're not saying a peep about the destruction of the rainforest to get the nickel needed for your car battery. Why do they get a Why do they get a pass on that? This is what we're trying to figure out. And Follow how the many, money. How many years have we been bitched at about the rainforest? Oh, Christ. for as long as I've been alive, Sting wouldn't have a career. He would have been done when the police. <laughs> uh, I, uh, but here, here's an environmental movement, if it exists, that I would happen to agree with. And, well, and yeah, out of, of common sense, I happen to agree with the idea that I'm finding oil drilling far less intrusive to the earth than mining for minerals. And you, all of you same people who skateboard around the Capitol, you don't want any mines in Minnesota. Right. You're constantly opposed to that. Not in my backyard. So, so you're cool with 12-year-old kids doing it for no pay yeah. and health risks? I don't understand this. I, I, I don't understand it. China's domination of Indonesian nickel processing poses risks for Western electric vehicle companies at a time of fraying relations between Washington and Beijing. Last year, the U.S. government declared nickel a critical mineral whose supply is vulnerable to disruption and very limited nickel production operations in the U.S. We have the means in the U.S. to produce enough oil to meet our needs. Okay. More than enough. Mm-hmm. And we clamp down on that. We clamp down on that. And we put people and the earth at great risk to produce nickel and cobalt and lithium and aluminum and graphite. What? I don't get All right. GLers are going to weigh in. I know they will because they're smart people and they think. Where's it's the only answer can be follow the money. Right. It's the only where's answer. The, where's the money? Who's who? Like you I said, write. the miners get it. Yep. Okay. And I'm naive if I say, well, what's in it for General Motors? Well, they got to be part of the money trail. What's in it for Ford? They have to. What's in it for any automobile manufacturer? Uh, 
They also believe they must sell EVs to appease banks, which, which labor under the stress of being approved by the government. Right. For ESG scores. Well, car companies want to sell whatever is hot at the moment, too. And that EVs are e- hotter e- than hell. EVs are not hot. And if they are, that's a manufactured heat. They're being purchased by the woke. And we replaced that word, didn't we? They're being re- they're being what. purchased by regressives. regressives. I don't like that. Now there are there are the Garofalos of the world, and my buddy Big O, who are techno guys and math guys, and they they enjoy the hell out of the EV for a variety of reasons. And and uh, there there are people who enjoy. The EVs and swear by them. They're novelty items. Suits. Yeah, it's like my dad bought a Volkswagen Beetle in right. 1960, and the only reason he did is because all of his buddies were doing it because they thought it was funny. <laughs> right? They thought it was a lark. Didn't you get an email a few months back from a GLer who bought a used EV and only did it just to save money on fuel costs? I I, re- I remember you re- remember something. Well, I I would say that our former governor has his electronic vehicle just because uh, it goes fast and it can beat your car. I don't think he's making a uh, climate statement. Well, he's doing it because it's a fun tool to have. Then he falls under the the heading of he too is doing it because it's a novelty. That's yes, that's what I gather from his. Any truth brain. to the rumor that he's also doing it just to bug Joe? Probably. <laughs> that has a slice of the pie, yes. Well, I know he doesn't listen to the show, but, but Jesse, uh, what about the rainforests and the 12-year-olds and the destruction of islands in Indonesia? What? Uh, how you do they, how, 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 comes is in this, the show. how is this accounted for? I can't answer that question. So anyway, that story made me sad. And the disturbing part about the car manufacturers is they're offering less and less gas options. Yeah. I mean, isn't the Cadillac going to be all electric? Yeah, I believe so. No gas options. Toyota has made a, a great deal of their lineup either um, hybrid or electric. But their chairman is not giving up on gas. I sure hope not. No. You know... The, our is critics. This cap- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, is this oh. capitalism? Reverse capitalism. That's that's really an interesting way to look at it. It's it's capitalism, but it's capitalism under duress. It's the green movement. Yeah, you're right. It's capitalism, but capitalism has been hectored. And exhausted with criticism of how it exploits the earth. Mm-hmm. Capitalism has been derided for that. Right. But but aren't you deriding it for this? Seems so. And then I also have, and I'll be brief. See, my critics are probably thinking, well, this ass bleep, <laughs> it continues to rip... EVs because he says they're government cars. No. A, I've never liked them. They don't scratch any itch that I have. None. Okay. And two, I don't like being told by the government what I should have to drive. And three, I think it's horrendous what this does 
to the earth. Not yeah. to mention kids. What in, what I've never it? seen a 12-year-old kid on an oil rig. The What was it, the school was buses or the line? fire trucks that are damaging the roads because they're too heavy? Yeah, a school district in Michigan had to mothball the fleet of electric school buses because they don't work. They didn't imagine. I have from the MIT Technology Review. I right. bet you all read that. Boy, but uh, yeah, that's a nerd convention. Which month? This month or last month? My copy hasn't uh, arrived yet. This is dated August 19th, 2021. But I accepted that two years old piece because I wanted the source to be something that my critics would not say was, you know, an old Rush Limbaugh tape. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I beat him in the ratings, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> boy. You outlived him, too. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> wow. Well, well that's because you. Rookie would always shut up the feed for the Rush Limbaugh show. This is from Massachusetts Institute of Technology. This has got good street creds. And I'll just cut to the chase. Solar panels are damn near impossible to recycle. It's another case of windmilling. Why? Wouldn't there be parts, plastic parts? Uh, or? Well, what we learn is expanding solar power production is important. Well, well, no, it isn't. About 8 million metric tons of decommissioned solar panels could accumulate globally by 2030. By 2050, the number could reach 80 million metric tons. Recycling these panels could provide a new source for materials that would otherwise need to be mined, potentially under unsafe and exploitative working conditions, making solar a more sustainable piece of the clean energy puzzle. Uh, solar panels are laid out like a sandwich with cells in the center. About 90% of commercial solar panels use silicon as the semiconductor, which converts light into electricity. Thin strips of metal, usually silver, crisscross the surface of silicon crystals in each cell and move electricity into the panel's copper wiring. This layered construction protects cells from the elements while allowing sunlight through, but it can be difficult to deconstruct when the panels have reached the end of their life because now you have all this stuff got it and what do you do you did say some copper so okay although some resellers offer used panels for sale to residential customers they don't offer much price savings panels only make up at most about half the cost of residential solar with the other equipment and permits accounting for the rest Given that used panels don't generate much electricity, the money saved by buying them might not be worth it. Used panels that can't be resold are destined for either the landfill or some type of recycling. In the absence of federal mandates, because this is all happening so fast they haven't even gotten around to this yet, Washington recently passed recycling requirements for manufacturers and other states are now considering doing the same. The EU requires manufacturers to collect and recycle used solar panels and fund research on end-of-life solutions for the technology they produced. Uh, some waste facilities can recycle solar panels, panels using mechanical methods. Most pop off the aluminum frame and grind all the glass, silicon, and other metals into a mixture called glass cullet which can be sold for building materials or other industrial applications. But cullet isn't worth much. 
around $3 for a panel's worth of the mixture. Mm. And it's not clear if there will be buyers for all the cullet that would result from recycling many more solar panels. You, so you're not going to see the 1973 rusted-out pickup full of uh, over-cullets? Uh, uh, just anyway. If you're I didn't in, realize they didn't have... I thought they were... A lifetime. I didn't realize they expired solar no, panels. 30, yeah, 30 to 35 years. Everything, everything wears out. And we just throw them in the bottom of the ocean? We're too big no, for the fish we, to swallow. we don't. Mm. Well, they're working on it, from what I'm reading, uh, from energy.gov. The economics for <clears throat> recycling remain uncertain. Silver is so expensive and unlimited, some researchers are working to reduce or even replace silver in new panels. Well, this could drive the price down further. It would also cut into the economic case for recycling. Uh, uh, if, you're, if you're interested, uh, the total amount of global electric waste could hit, this is MIT, not me, could hit 120 million metric tons annually by 2050. Oh, okay. I'm reading something here, again, energy.gov, that uh, in 2030 it could be as high as 1 million tons. And then they throw this line in. To put that in perspective, there are 200 million tons of solid waste, excluding recycled and compost materials, generated in the United States each year. But then they go on to say that the cost of recycling, like you've been saying, is far greater than the cost of just, you know, burying them in a hole and covering them up. The green movement is terribly expensive. Yeah, and harmful to the earth. And terribly harmful. <laughs> it's just so painfully ironic. Uh, my new gr my garage door guy, Yeah, you know, they, they're dealing with my garage door, which is made out of wood. It ain't made out of no cullet, uh, no, whatever the hell cullet, no cullet. is. Come on. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. It's a great operation. Garage doors are heavy. You don't want it falling on your noggin. You want that thing checked out. They can break any time. My guys can be reached 24-7, seven days a week. They don't charge more for weekend visits. And when it's time to get a new garage door, maybe you want to up your curb appeal. These are the people you need. They, you need them for everything. Rollers, springs, your opener. They'll even figure out how to hook it up to your phone. Come on. And I would need them to do that. That's Precision Garage Door. Precision Garage Door serving the metro and western Wisconsin. Make sure you let them know you appreciate a GLer-owned business. Precision Garage Door. They fix garages correctly. They fix garage doors correctly the first time. Get help immediately at PrecisionDoorMN.com. Okay. What do you want? Uh, either one. I just need one here. Door. Either one. I just need one here before we come back. Hey, I'll Ken. Be, I miss. Right okay. Kenny, I misspoke. Hmm. I apologize because I had to run KNL. Can you switch out DK for Aim High today? Sure. Thank you. I forgot I had to get a KNL in today. Um, Can you contact somebody about Grunhoffers? Yes, I did. Because I know, I know um, he emailed them last week. 
Do you know during the show the quality of the sound? Can that is is that only determined when you listen to it? What I can see is the the podcast itself, the audio levels. That's what I monitor throughout the course of the show. The only issue with Streamyard for the town council is I can't hear it until after it's captured. Yeah, but if it's if it's good for the podcast, wouldn't it be good for the council? Because it's a different recording mechanism. What I can't when Johnny's on though, I know we won't get an echo because that's the only way John can hear us is if his channel is not muted and my channel is not muted. That's the only way because John John's connection is through StreamYard. So it typically happens on days when John's not here. Because I cannot hear that audio until after it's all captured. Either one, Ruck, I, I just need it from you here. What are you doing? I'm taking for a sheet I have. Mama, mama, Minnesota, mama, I am ready. Rolling. All right, here's the deal. Minnesota Masonic Charities. Since 2006, I already told you about that, and I told you that. They're on Garage Logic because they want to let people know they exist, and they have existed for quite some time. Okay, uh, truth be told, I was watching Outlander, an episode of Outlander last night, and this is from the uh, 1700s, and the star of the show sees one guy shaking hands with the governor, and he gives him the secret how-you-doing handshake. He recognized that that was a Freemason handshake, and then he asked the governor to make him a Freemason. Freemasons have been around. Is Outlander a true story? No. Are the Freemasons a true story? Yes. Yes, they are, and they're all garage logicians. They're excellent builders. So many sayings have come from the Freemasons, and you know what? They also have been very charitable over the years. Some of the most famous people around the world are and were Freemasons. If you'd like to learn more about it and some of the charities that they work with, go to mnmasoniccharities.org. You want to go old school and call them and ask them about their outfit? 952-948-6200. Now I can honestly say, as featured in the series Outlander, I'll tell you, those Masons and the Minnesota Masonry, they're wonderful, wonderful people. So learn more about the umbrella organization that they run under Minnesota Masonic Charities and they're online at mnmasoniccharities.org It's the last time you watched Outlander, Joe. I'm unaware of it. It's a great, great series. Let's go. It's a series six. Series six. Wasn't it a movie too? Outlander, it's been a 
Ten years, it's been a series. I did not know that. Johnny, when you, get to, the half, when you get to the halfway point, will you, yep. um, will you throw it to me, please? Surely. Here oh, we go. Thank you. Here we go. Where are we going? Joe, Joe is ready. Are you ready? All right. I, Kenny, you ready? Yes. I'm rolling. To fall in love. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Let's get that lawn handled and let's have fun doing it on a tri-state Bobcat purchase Toro zero turn mower from tri-state bobcat little hunt uh little canada i almost said little hudson <laughs> little hudson canada and burnsville uh dandy sale right uh running right now on a couple of time cutters some nice ones too a 54 inch time cutter my ride suspension floating on a cloud 48.99 toro gives you a 200 dollar rebate then tri-state throws in another 200 dollar rebate your final price there 42.99 the 50 inch time cutter that one's it's relatively cheap. I can't believe this price. Three thousand eight hundred ninety-nine. That's a hundred-dollar instant rebate. Thirty-seven ninety-nine. The final price. But then uh, Tri-State goes ahead and throws a five-year warranty on there, and you already have the Toro Total Care warranty extension. Both of those a four hundred sixty-dollar value. That uh, Total Care extension. That warranty. That uh, well, number one allows for pickup and delivery within 25 miles of the shop that's on riding products and up to a 30 percent reimbursement on all those little maintenance items that toro covers that's a wonderful deal very solid machine to tri-state they've got they've got us covered in the metro little canada little canada little. hudson uh and burnsville and then Oatana with mankey's equipment and then coming soon to st croix falls at tri-state bobcat on highway eight. Oh, the website TriStateBobcat.com. Lil Canada would be a good rap name. Lil, Lil, Lil Canada. Lil Canada. Yeah. If he was from Toronto. Right. Here's John Height. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, kicking things off a sports note, I guess, sort of. Uh, I guess a political note, all kinds of notes, whatever. The most disruptive year of golf ending today when the PGA Tour and European Tour agreed to a merger. The Saudi Arabian <laughs> golf interest creating a commercial operation designed to unify professional golf around the world. As part of the deal, the sides are dropping all lawsuits involving live golf against each other effective immediately. Still uh, to be determined is how players like Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson, who defected to live for nine-figure bonuses, can rejoin the PGA Tour after this year. Also unclear was what form the live golf league would take in 2024. Commissioner Jay Monahan said in a memo to players that a thorough evaluation would determine how to integrate team golf into the game. The agreement combines the public investment funds, golf-related commercial businesses and rights, including Live Golf and those of the PGA and European Tours. The new entity has not yet been named. I think the PGA lost. I'll say. Uh, this is astonishing to me. But yeah. what, uh, what ultimately happened is the PGA realized they don't have the money to continue to even fight Live. Live has the unending source of corrupt money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love exactly. the fact that John used the word defected as if Mickelson and Johnson, you know, were on some raft leaving coop. Well, they, they got a hundred million bucks. <laughs> no, get... defected is the right word. Is it? Okay. Yes, they defected. <laughs> 
I wouldn't let him back in the country. Well, the PGA folded like a cheap suit. Because they can't afford not to. Right. Yeah. But it sounds like the mafia taking over a business. It really does. Exactly. I think Kenny hit it right on the nose there. When are they going to be, I'm sorry, John, when are they going to be too far in to realize they can't get out? What do you mean? With with this, what if what if the, the they start? I think it's too late. They just yeah. announced they're going in. No, but I'm saying as they go forward, what yeah. if there's more pressure on the golfers, or they're making up different rules? And that's what are you talking about? I'm saying if if the 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 governorship of the new merger is who's got all the power? Well, that'll be worked out in this merger. Well, is it the Middle East guys that have other power? I'm sure they'll have quite a quite an influence. This is a, if what we I'm can't saying. beat them, let's join them. Mm-hmm. But then they're going to get so far in, they're going to start screwing it all up. Who knows what the future holds? All right. <laughs> in news, plastic. plastic, plastics are the future. <laughs> in news, six juveniles in a stolen car led officers on a chaotic chase that ended with a collision <sighs> into another vehicle. At a bus shelter in Minneapolis yesterday, law enforcement officers from the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office and Minneapolis Police initiated the pursuit just before noon when they noticed a vehicle driving erratically. The vehicle was believed to have been involved in a string of armed robberies earlier in the day, according to the sheriff's officers. Officers tried to stop the car, but it sped away. The chase ended when the suspect vehicle crashed into an innocent bystander's vehicle near Penn and Olson Memorial Highway. The vehicle then hit a bus shelter and a man who was standing. According to the sheriff's office, the woman driving the vehicle that was hit suffered minor injuries. The man who was standing at the bus stop taken to the hospital is condition unknown as of this morning. Five boys and a girl were inside the stolen vehicle. Hennepin County Sheriff DeWanna Witt told Five Eyewitness News the person driving was 12 years old. My God. All Do we the have the op- time of day on that, John? Noon. Yeah, it was at uh, right around noon. It I was, was going to say school, but maybe school's out. I think school's out. Yeah. I predict that Mary Morality will come out with a plan to teach 12 year as as soon as they're 12-year-old, they get to driving lessons only in Kias, and they can only learn in Kias yeah. so they can cruise around because, again, they can't take corners at 40. They don't know how to lay off they the They don't gas. know how to drive. Right. Did she issue a statement? No, I'm just picking on her. There was a long interview with her yesterday on Channel 5 before I think all this happened or maybe right after where she she went deeply into juvenile crime, but uh, didn't Mm. say a whole lot, unfortunately. Uh, Here's a horrible story on pretty much every level. Months before a girl died of a fentanyl overdose, she had reported to staff at her St. Paul Elementary School that her mom had burned her. Court records allege those staff members who are mandatory reporters didn't flag the incident until two weeks after the girl's death. On Monday, prosecutors charged the girl's mom, 27-year-old Shantasia Travis, with two separate counts of second-degree manslaughter in connection with the death of her daughter, who was born in 2015. According to a criminal complaint, Travis found her daughter unresponsive when she went to wake her up for school on March 31st. Medics pronounced her dead shortly after arriving. Investigators found evidence of drugs throughout Travis's home, including a baggie with suspected crumbs of narcotics along with straws that contained white residue that tested positive for cocaine. A blue M30 pill inside her purse contained fentanyl and the chemical 4-ANPP, a precursor to fentanyl. When Travis maintained she kept her drugs where her daughter couldn't find them, she admitted she wasn't aware about the pill. When police questioned Travis, she said there was a chance her child had gotten into her drugs. 
On April 14th, two weeks after the girl's death, a suspected child maltreatment report from Benjamin E. May's school, where the girl was a student, showed she had approached staff about a burn on her upper chest in late fall of 2022. The girl said her mother had inflicted the burn, and staff concluded the injury was not recent. But despite being mandatory reporters, documents show staff did not come forward to the authorities about the incident. Relative of the family explained to police on the case that she was concerned about her about Travis's daughter's living con- situation. She said the child often smelled bad, didn't have clean clothes, and complained of hunger when she saw her. The woman reported the alleged poor home situation to staff at the school and requested to take the girl home, but staff wouldn't let her, as Travis hadn't authorized that family member to pick the girl up or receive any information about the girl. Now, take it slowly. Think before you talk and keep it brief. Yes. You. That complaint originally was in the fall of 2021, and the staff at Benjamin E. Mays or the school district did not inform uh, authorities. The, uh, authorities, and Who also were the authorities to be informed. If, if child they, social workers, yeah, cigarette. There are supposed to be immediate um, tellers, and nothing happened. And nothing happened, and they uh, they blew it. And then this year, when John re- talked about the November twenty two, it looked like an old burn. That's what they checked this fall. But she had reported it, the young lady, in the fall of 2021, mm. and it, nothing was done. So that's why they looked at it and said, it's an old burn in this fall. And I know that the uh, the teacher of the student was not informed of any of this. She did not know. And she's devastated. Everything's broken. Everything really is that that the academy there's good souls in the academy sure. who are concerned but the academy is is just completely failed well how did the st paul school district protect this child they got a hell of a superintendent don't they? they 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 i mean and this is one this is one there's broke families everywhere across mm-hmm. this isn't just at this there's everywhere who else are they protecting so to speak I think yeah. some of the rules have to How change. How old was this girl? First Eight grade. years old, right? First seven. grade, yep. I'm sorry, seven. Yeah. My God. A man shot and killed by law enforcement during an armed standoff Saturday night in St. Croix County in Wisconsin was an officer with the Minnesota Department of Corrections, according to a news release from state officials. 42-year-old Tyler Abel of New Richmond, Wisconsin, had been hired by the Minnesota Department of Corrections in April 22. Uh, 2022. A statement from DOC Commissioner Paul Schnell said his death is both tragic and troubling. The DOC news release says Abel worked in manufacturing for about 20 years before changing careers. It also states Abel was well-liked and highly regarded by many staff while working at the Stillwater Prison. We talked about this yesterday. It all started at about 1046 in the evening when dispatchers received a call reporting a domestic disturbance. A caller said her husband was out of control and threatening to bring his AR out. The St. Croix County deputies Hmm. and New Richmond police officers arrived and found the caller outside the home. Officers were then told that two kids and the husband were still inside the home. Law enforcement saw the man through a window, tried to talk him, talk to him as he was holding a hunting rifle. He threatened the authorities and left the home with a gun to confront the officers, according to the newest release. St. Croix County deputy and New Richmond officer fired their weapons, killing him at the scene. Polk County Sheriff's Office is investigating the case. They'll turn it over to the St. Croix District Attorney's Office for a review. The deputy and officer involved have been placed on administrative leave.
A Bush Foundation-funded effort will issue $50 million to the descendants of slaves living in Minnesota and the Dakotas over eight years in the hopes of building black wealth, reversing systemic injustices and positively <sighs> Unbelievable. The foundation and Nexus Community Partners, the St. Paul Group administering the program, think the Open Road Fund is the first of its kind in Minnesota and one of the first large-scale programs nationwide that ties grants to the descendants of slavery. Nexus will begin taking grant applications June 19th, the federal holiday Juneteenth, that commemorates the end of slavery in the U.S., Grants up to 50 grand will be issued to 800 descendants of slavery by 2031. At least half of the grants are expected to land in Minnesota, which has a much larger black population than either. I have a serious question, and none mm-hmm. of us probably can answer this, but so as part of these grants, do you, do you have to prove, uh, let's take Alec, what's his name, Roots, Alex Haley. He went all the mm-hmm. way back to Kunta Kinte. Are there... Are there notifications, and does a, a guy living on 4th Street know that he descended from a certain part of Africa and his great-great-great-grandfather came here and lived I don't in know the answer to your question, but that mother of the 8-year-old girl who died better not get a nickel. Amen to that. You would assume, Rook, I know you can trace your ancestry way back, obviously. Now there's five or six different businesses that do it. Uh, I would think you'd have to show proof, right? I, I would, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know how. Well, and you know, do. Bush Foundation. I'm going to check mine. What about the natives? The natives that were I'm living on mine. this land. Oh, gonna you're going to get. A, you're just going to get some free sod. I'm going to send a swab someplace. And He's going to get some free sod. I'm going to get some grass. <laughs> the sod no, uh, as for the natives, we're giving everything back. Weren't you here yesterday? That's right. Well, yeah, well, yeah. right. Yeah, Target so is helping. Right, right. Mount right. Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore. That's uh, uh, that's some news. We'll have some more news in just a little bit. But first, if if if, if uh, who was yeah. the guy who did Mount Rushmore? Uh, Gabold, Horbold, I can't think of his name. I got it. Uh, why didn't the Indians just shoot him with bows and arrows? Why didn't they just shoot him, kill him? Well, well it was that, in the twenties. Point. It was a little late. They were pretty much. Just, they were yeah. pretty much. Wasn't young. it uh, Axel Axelrod? Axel Bold and uh, some. Uh, I think he was a Swede. Hmm. Some sort of some sort of Scandinavian. A lot of pulleys and levers and stuff to do the old right. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Pulleys yeah. and levers. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Chris, why don't you talk to us about something? You know what? It's time to welcome a brand new client to the Garage Logic Borgrum. podcast. Borgrum. Borgrum, right? Borgrum. That's Borgrum. Yeah. Hans. Yeah. Hans Borgrum. Hans and Hans. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Hans. That new client that I'm speaking of, gentlemen, is Fred. the North American <laughs> Banking Company. They first opened in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you personally. Well, not a lot has changed since 1998. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has thrived. They have six locations right here in the Twin Cities. Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new branch over there in Maple Grove. I'm a customer. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank, they are fantastic. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means, gentlemen, loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities They're not sent out of the state. Now, this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. So check them out. Go online right now. North American Banking Company is online, and they are here for you and your business. And if you're looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, then please 
do me a favor and turn to the experts at North American Banking Company. Stop in, say hi to Mike and the entire crew, and let them know you heard about it. I'm here on the Garage Logic Podcast. This kid's mother. Yes. Uh, like at, a conference or something? Uh, I don't know about a con- She was not at school. She was at school sporadically, which is something right off the bat. That, um, And uh, the mom rode with the rough crowd. But she never saw any signs of... What would have happened to Mac had she lit into the woman? You... Uh, Dumb mother, you don't even no, keep no, this no. kid clean. Yeah, but would she be in trouble? Yeah, she would be in trouble if not dead. Because just as she was a rough around the edges, I mean, McLaren's good at getting in people's faces, but McLaren, she would be more upset with the administration that she wasn't. What's wrong with these people? I don't know. I don't know how it works. It's all privacy, data privacy, which I understand that you don't want to just give all the records, but uh, are they that far behind? Is the school district? I don't know. It's just a mess. I hate to ruin this touching moment, but mm-hmm. can I get a Ray Welter? It's the season. Tis the season. Well, just because well, I know you're you're going to be. Yeah. Here. Why can't? Why doesn't she take a job elsewhere? She has one more year. She has finished this year, and next year she will have five years in an inner city school. And as a result of that, there is some loan forgiveness because of that. She may. That was her plan. I mean, I don't know for sure. She might still teach because she loves those kids. But that was her other plan. But she's got this learn-to-learn business with Matthew, so she's going to be pulled apart from that as well. It's a long answer. I see, I, 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 she long loves answer. the kids. Kenny, she really, truly loves those kids. I think you should right. take the learn-to-learn course. I can't. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you should enroll. Oh, I'm, I'm going to teach him how to be dyslexic is what I'm going to turn him. Is there any way your daughter could be your teacher? Yeah. Can you go to school? I I should go take the dyslexia test, though. Oh, you just get it backwards. I would. Every Sunday, go to worship dog. Every Sunday, I go to worship dog. We got it. Let's go here. I'm in a hurry. No, you were that quick. Rolling. If you're rolling, is your uh, air conditioning unit rolling? Yes. Boy, you probably used the heck out of it this past week. It's cooling down here, and it was making some funny noises. You had some close calls, possibly? No. No, you didn't? No. Well, if your air condition's fine, then you don't have a problem. But... It's the season. How about your heating unit? Ooh. You shut that down for the year. You want to make sure that baby is going to crank right up in October when you start using it again. If so, the state gives us electricity... Well, you have a rebate. I don't know. Here's what you do. You get in touch with Welter, and they'll let you know whether or not the sound it was making is good or bad. It's natural. If not, they'll come out, request an appointment online at welterheating.com. They've been in business 100 years. They're not money grabbers. There's four generations of the Welter family that have been working here in Minneapolis, so they're extremely trustworthy. They don't have the fancy vans and the crazy jingles. They're going to be here for the next 100 years as well. So please trust them and the fact that they're friends of Garage Logic and have been for decades. 612-825-6867. 612-825-6867. Online at welterheating.com. Remember, air condition your shelter with Ray N. Welter. Thank you. Yep. All right. Uh, Who told Joe Nath he could act? What, what's that all about? <laughs> you didn't wear pantyhose? 
Is he in the what? What's he in? Brady Bunch, the, the Last Rebel. Yeah, he was. Remember, he was in the one with Anne Margaret too. Uh, CC something. Wow. CC Rider. CC right? something. Yeah, I don't, CC Margarito. and Company. I think the name. CC and Company. Yep. Yep. All right, you ready, Ken? A oh, painful movie. Okay, Ken. <clears throat> All right, rolling. Joe Suchere, the keeper of common sense. Your wildest construction or remodeling dreams can come true. Aim High Construction. They're in the business of designing gorgeous custom spaces and making dreams come true, making them a reality. The crew at Aim High will make your vision, well, you won't believe it. They can handle your exterior, your interior needs for both residential and commercial properties. And that includes, well... Includes everything, everything you can possibly think about. Chris, the owner, he is 100% committed to your 100% satisfaction, and they won't stop until that's reached. When you work with Aim High, you get all the prompt, professional, and courteous service that you'd expect from an experienced crew. But they also work with the leading brands. They use the best materials available, and uh, they it's high-performing solutions, in their words. And you'll enjoy the entire process from the beginning to the final cleanup. Get that bid ball rolling right now. Do it today. Get on the schedule. AimHighConstructionMN.com. Discuss your hopes, your dreams, and your project. Again, AimHighConstructionMN.com. In other news, uh, we're only 17 months away, folks. The presidential race for 2024 is heating up. <laughs> Chris wow. Christie. Chris Christie, a long shot, but he is announcing today uh, that he is running for the Republican nomination. Uh, Christie known in recent months mostly for going after former President Donald Trump. Uh, meanwhile, Trump's Vice President Mike Pence filed paperwork with the FEC yesterday. He'll formally launch his bid for the nomination tomorrow in Des Moines. Uh, that would be Pence's 64th birthday tomorrow, and he'll be announcing then. On Monday, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum released a teaser video called Announcement Preview Change. Okay. The video highlights Burgum's roots in Arthur, North Dakota, as well as his accomplishments as a businessman and governor. And uh, he, uh, well, he hits at liberals, then he hits at pe uh, President Trump, and he's expected to make an announcement on Wednesday in North Dakota. Uh, so three new Republicans, then a uh, well-known leftist commentator and Sacramento native Cornell West announced yesterday he's running for the U.S. presidency. Uh, he's not running as a Democrat or Republican. Uh, Cornell is he's running. He's nuts. He's running as an independent. I was, was kind of like Cornell. He was a little off the wall. Cornell's politics can be described as solidly left-wing, having previously announced his support for Bernie Sanders' presidential campaigns. Uh, being hard to pin down, he's also known for his frequent criticism of Barack Obama's presidency, he has a bachelor's degree from Harvard and a master's and PhD from Princeton. He says he'll run as a third party candidate. My guy is Chris Christie right now. I, I don't okay. know how you can't. Doesn't have a chance. Why? Because he's chubby? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Christie, because of his appearances on George Stephanopoulos' Sunday morning show, uh, is the real deal. Uh, he's, the, he's the best candidate running how? right now. You, it's not you know DeSantis. what? You know what? Clam it up for 17 months. Okay. We, we, can't. okay. we can't. We can't. That's the thing is, though, if Trump doesn't get, and he's going to, but if he doesn't get the nomination, he's going to run as an independent. 
right? Oh, uh, he he would kill though any Republicans' chance. Then that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Is if yeah. he doesn't get the nomination, he's going to run and destroy. How is he possibly saw, going to get the nomination? And if you saw the news yesterday, he may be indicted by then. So no, uh, yeah. he never will be. <laughs> Nothing's ever come of any of this, and I, nothing I, ever will. I think nothing what, ever will. What about what the current president? Yesterday, I think he'll be indicted. No, I don't what, think so. What will he be indicted for, Chris? Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Falling down. Well, yeah, oh, that was bad. Can, can you be indicted for falling down? Yeah. <laughs> the shipping of migrants to other states is turning into a political football. Governor uh, of California, Gavin Newsom, appeared to threaten his Florida counterpart, Ron DeSantis, with kidnapping charges as a second plane load of migrants arrived via private jet in Sacramento. In Pico, California, a faith-based group helping the migrants said the group didn't know they were being taken to California, had been approached by people offering them jobs. California officials are calling it state-sponsored kidnapping. Meanwhile, a Texas sheriff's office has recommended a San Antonio area district attorney file criminal charges after an investigation into the transportation in the fall of 49 asylum seekers from Texas to Martha's Vineyard, allegedly on the direction from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. It's not clear who they would charge at this point. The sheriff's office said at this time the case is being reviewed by our DA's office. The sheriff's recommendation squares with the way Bexar County routinely breaks from the GOP-led state in Texas. Bexar District Attorney was among those last year who said he would not heed a Texas Attorney General's opinion that said gender-affirming treatments for kids constituted child abuse. How much longer before we start receiving them? And how much longer after we start receiving them will the governor say, bring them on! Come on, everybody I'm, uh, welcome. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked that hasn't happened already. Yeah. <laughs> a musical death, Astrid Gilberto, the Brazilian singer, songwriter, and entertainer whose English language vocal on the girl from Ipanema made her a worldwide voice of bossa nova, has died at the age of 83. Born in Salvador, Bahia, and raised in Rio de Janeiro, Gilberto became an overnight unexpected superstar in 1964, thanks to knowing just enough English to be recruited by the makers of the Getz Gilberto album, classic bossa nova album featuring Stan Getz and her then-husband, Gial Gilberto. The Girl from Ipanema was a ballad written by Jobim, already a hit in South America, but producer Creed Taylor and others thought they could expand the record's appeal by including both Portuguese and English language vocals. The song has become a jazz standard with hundreds of re-recorded versions, some well, some dreadfully boring when done by less than capable uh, musicians. That's a hell of a song, yeah. Are you it's kidding a me? Great song. Jesus how do you God. Keep, how do you keep your clothes on when that song I, comes I, on? I'm, I give up on Joe. That's an amazing point. song. That's, it just, that's, a good that's scene, one step it? over the line, right there. That's a good scene, doesn't uh, it? They get you walking she walks on a, by in a beach. Big oh my gosh. Get the swimsuit on. Do you, you like know. Sinatra's version? I don't know. Sinatra's version. I don't with, know. With Joe Beam is wonderful. That entire album, Sinatra and Joe Beam. Is just uh, a killer. Uh, you feel I like didn't realize there was a whole album. What you other like songs? that kind of stuff? I guess it's all right. Jeez, the you hell's know, wrong one, with you, you shirt one, tucker? One of the really <laughs> bad comments Joe always makes is he always says, "Oh, that song's only got three chords." God, Joe, you guys I, I are got, so easy to disturb. I got disturb. news for you, Joe. Girl from Ipanema has more chords. Than <laughs> well, that's John. Got four. John. Well, that's got about twenty. John. Okay. Yeah. John. He yeah. got us. It's fishing uh, season. I got him. I got, got Kenny. Us. I got you so bad. It's you embarrassing. This is the whole rest of the show. The whole rest of the show. Here's all I'm doing. Yeah.
I'm playing girl phone. I was legitimately angry at you, Suits. I mean, what a bunch of saps you are. I am. Totally. I can't tell, though. Things are so bad with your taste it. Well, I sure didn't devil. learn anything from you trying to play the song, I'll tell you that. Well, what you I'll tell you that much. Write a letter to the commissioner. <laughs> and don't think I won't. Well, that sounds terrible. Let's hello, be hello. You, you sound terrible. Oh, anyway. Luisa uh, Anita Menez Pase Pinto yeah. was the inspiration for the girl from Impact. Yeah, John, she was thank a teenager. You. No, I'm not done yet, Joe. Oh. Uh, that song <laughs> she sold more than two million copies. Is and right? is considered the second all time coverage song, the first being yesterday. I'll be there. There are literally hundreds of covers. They're about the same quality, both Good. those songs. Not yeah, biting, Suchi boy. Not biting. Cast too, another uh, line, my know. friend. John, thank you. Are you done now? That's it? I don't know. I got about 10 I got to I got to tell you that if, uh, you know what sounds good to me in the summer, and I've always recommended it? What? Ham. Lemonade? Ham and potato salad. I love ham and, and have it salad. cold, the cold ham. You want to order a ham from Grunhofer's? Yeah. You don't need to. They probably got them in stock. Sure. If you need to, call Grunhofer's, 651-426-2800. No, I want ham and potato salad. Oh, you can't beat it. It's just the best. And as long as you're there... Get all the beef. Grunhofer's beef is Minnesota-grown. It's beef from Minnesota farmers. 140 flavors of brats, town ball meatloaf, rookie burgers, yep. chicken, chops, pork shoulders, whatever you want. This is a meat emporium, and there's no better place in Minnesota. In fact, it's so known that people come here from out of state to make a pilgrimage to Grunhofer's. Do you have a picture on your phone of? In, I'm on, they're on Instagram at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Right. And right now, this week, three hours ago, try our new macaroni and cheese with bacon. Oh. Can you imagine how wow. good that is? Those are all products I love. Are they have, uh, have you tried our beef sliders? I mean, it's they got everything. And it's on Instagram? A fun fact, we use 19.04 miles of brat casing for Memorial Day week. Holy uh, these mackerel. Guys product, this is the best place to go. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's on Highway 61, just north of Hugo. And it's also in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of Interstate 35. Yeah, you know what? You can get some Grunhoffers, get to the get the grill going, then put on this crummy song about Ipanema. Uh, Spence could sing it to you. Those, Spence could serenade you. Go sashaying around the pool. Thank you, Grunhoffers. It's Grunhoffers, old-fashioned meats. Love it. Sashaying. What a great word. How many ads left? Uh, I have Mosquito Shield. Oh, mosquito shield. Well, we're running out of you know, time. I have to call those guys for Graves' graduation party. Which you're not going to invite me to. Not decided <laughs> yet. <clears throat> you no, if you card. love me, you're not inviting really? me. There might be some really good Blackstone grilling. Okay, I, I'll send you home with okay. a check. All right. Okay. <laughs> Who needs you another will, burger? You will not have a place at the table. <laughs> You will not have a place at the table. Not you that I don't the, love them. I know. It, but I, I'm I, trying to minimize this BS. I know what you're saying. I know what you got the good job. You got the grill? Oh, the Blackstone. I've been kicking. No, butt. but I meant for the party. 
Oh yeah, that's your that's yeah. your duty. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure yet. You know what Alice is doing? They're having a street party because so many kids on their block are oh, dressed. That's a great wow. idea. Just block oh. it off and yeah, they got food trucks and the oh, whole that's deal. Fun as hell. Yeah, I knew you'd like that. Yeah. It involves food. I know I'm not invited, but I might just randomly. Oh, yeah, yeah. he was close. What's going <laughs> on here? Oh, I forgot my check. <laughs> I'll put it in the mail. Yeah, I'll send her. Let's go here. Are you ready? I got to get going. I'm rolling. <laughs> Here's a liner from Rookie. When he really grills, he doesn't stay long. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the worst liner I've ever heard. I was, I was really trying was. to picture you next to a grill, yeah. and I couldn't, I just couldn't see. Do you, who runs the grill? Do you run the grill? Uh, you don't of, strike me as a griller. No, we got people for that. Okay. Do you okay. know what season it is officially? Well, tis Mosquito the season. Yes, it is. Season. Especially when you're grilling. I have to call your guys. So call the best. It's Ray and Mike, GLers, great guys, and they own and operate two franchises of Mosquito Shield. That's their expertise. They don't spray for other bugs. Getting rid of ticks and mosquitoes is their job and their job only. And they use that proprietary blend. You can't go buy this on the shelf at Fratelloni's. Even though he's tried, Mosquito Shield are the originators of this stuff. They're going to take great care of you in your yard. Jeff Wise, Jeff Wisdorf, he messaged me, Mosquito Control. I've heard you advertise a Mosquito Control company, but couldn't find them. Uh, could you tell me who they are? Mosquito Shield. So, Jeff, go online. Go to MoShield, there's no dash, MoShield.com, Jeff. All you got to do, put in your zip code, and you're going to be able to find them. You can also give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612-619-1556. You mentioned GL, you get 50 bucks off your service. They also stand behind their work. If for any reason that you need them in between applications, they will do an additional service call at absolutely no charge. I've been a customer of Mosquito Shield for years. They do a fantastic job, and it works. Uh, so get get online right now, MoShield.com, or call them at 612-619-1556. Joe? Only because they come to us. From where? Well, Fernan, Fernandina, the Villages, Florida, from the Traveling Lymans. It was on this day in 1877. Joe, today is D-Day, June 6th. The Minneapolis Baseball Association was organized, and two days later, the team played Fairbanks of Chicago hmm. and won 4-3. On this day in 1889, six, six, way back. the University of Minnesota Law School graduated its first class, a total of three men. The following year's graduates numbered 45 I would say that then was the beginning of the end. But we got too many lawyers. Right. <laughs> Couldn't find on, parking. On this day in 1910, June 6th. paper milling in International Falls began as 18 tons of newsprint were manufactured. Paper production remains a major business in International Falls. Hmm. And on this day in 1945, in a horrifying multiple murder, Robert Doan of Matoa or Mottawa, what is that in Minnesota? I think it's Matoa. Clubbed to death his wife and three of the four kids. Oh, yikes. He also set fire to the house, killing the remaining child. Jeez Louise. Doan had lost his temper after being fired from his job as a bulldozer operator at the Duluth-Williamson-Johnson Municipal Airport and then getting into an argument with his wife. Oof. His first trial closed with the 9-3 dead closed 
with a 9-3 deadlock because, according to the defense, Doan had signed a confession under extreme duress, and he later denied the murders during the trial. Mm. At a second trial, Doan was sentenced to life imprisonment for second-degree murder. Mm. And that was a dreadful thing to have happened on this day, and that was in uh, 1945. Mm. Thank you, GLers. No, thank you. Hey, Pod MN on your smartphone. You looking for maybe a D-Day podcast? I bet that would be very interesting to listen to. You could probably find something like that on your smartphone, Pod MN. You're not going to find any D-Day videos on the Garage Logic YouTube page, but you will find some that are entertaining. So subscribe to Garage Logic on the YouTube page. Then swing on over to the old garagelogic.com and learn more about the town council. If you're already a member, then you get it and you know what we're talking about. If you're not yet, sign up at garagelogic.com. It's 10 bucks a month or $100 a year. And you get a $10 Frataloni's hardware and garden store gift certificate just for signing up. Plus, you'll be an insider to see what we talk about during the breaks. It's mostly about food. We might be talking about, you know, stuff behind your back, too. So, tune in. John, do not forget to send me news stories. I will do that right this instant. Joe, I'm ready for you. More environmental grief mm-hmm. brought about by EV batteries. Okay. Uh, what else we talk about? Batteries. Um, I'm going to use the clip from the beginning when you talked about um, how did we get here, uh, legislator, the, the most destructive. Oh, yeah. Minnesota's failed legislative session has gained national attention for yep. all the wrong reasons. John Height News. Oh. Johnny Height with the girl from Impanima. With guitar. Well, you guys just really fell for that. <laughs> I have no opinion on that song. Brilliant song. The original. It's really good. Yeah. The original. It's okay. It's an okay song. Don't start with me. On the show, period. Semicolon, I mean. Uh, oh yeah, I was looking that up. Why did I look that up? <laughs> A clarin should make every administrator in school go ahead. Oh, there already was. The she already. Oh, McLaren had to speak at it. And she put a video together, and the principal came up and said, you did a really good job. He was crying. Yeah, she said that was a tough one. She walked in, and she didn't expect an open casket. See you, Joe. See you, Brasky.
Joe got a date or what? Uh, what do you think? Golf? Yes. Is he golfing? Yes. Are you going to get a hot dog at the turn? <laughs> okay, Spalding. <laughs> Chris, you were not here yesterday, but I am not in tomorrow, just so you know. Okay. So don't, don't send me anything, but I'll be in Friday. Not here tomorrow, but she'll be here Friday. Correcta. Correcta. Noted. Noted. Um, bye, Ken. See you, bro. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to figure out. I wonder if I can post both videos, because I don't know if I can do that. Oh, that's a question for Sir Ross. Or maybe it's a Mike Weber question. We'll call, we'll start with Ross. Or, oh, you called me yesterday, and I called you back, and I assumed you didn't answer, so that meant everything was okay. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of noting going on here. Well, we had you know the whole uh, graduation thing, and woofda, the freaking element. So William is one of. Was there three? Three classes? Three or four? Three. And the freaking entire cafeteria was packed. With oh, people. they did it in the cafeteria? Yeah. Oh, the 100th year thing? No, no, no. The Williams graduation yesterday. Oh. You couldn't. They, <clears throat> you literally, because of parents and then you got to have grandma. Well, my mom showed up. You know, I. it was cool, though. They did a nice job. And she was a blubbering disaster. Jesus. Wait till high school. Can I get you an ambulance? I almost <laughs> said that to her yesterday, but thought, uh. Yeah, you better not, probably. Huh? He didn't answer. In oh. case you guys were wondering. Wow. Here's here's the best uh tweet on the live PGA thing. What's that? From who? James Heskey. I have no idea who he is. Okay. He's uh looks like he is a yeah, he writes for the onion and okay. some other stuff. As part of the merger, the PGA will control holes one. Hey, I'm listening, John. Will control will control holes 1 through 8 and 12 through 18. The Is Saudis do 9-11. You know, oh, yikes. Oh, see, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. It's the, uh, you know what I mean? Seriously, they can be... Uh, something's... Something is rotten in Denmark. PGA is just goofy as hell. It's just a money grab, huh? Yeah, well, that's what it was for the golfers originally. Now it is obviously for the PGA. I don't want to shortchange the council. Yeah. Wow. All right. I you know, I don't know. People don't have a whole lot of principles in this day and age. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, I have noticed that, <laughs> myself included. Myself included. <laughs> I know. See, I trust that you would not yes, go I with would. a murderer just for money. I, I trust yeah. that you wouldn't yes. do that, Rick. Uh, you're right. All right. I'll, I'm I'll, a big I'll, talker. I, I I'm a big talker. Uh, uh, all right. You're not here tomorrow? 
I am not. Nope. Not seeing you then. Okay. I'm nope. going to head off to work. All right. I'm going to go eat a sandwich, I think. Well, <laughs> I want to hang out. I want to have well, a Well, hi, Chris. How are you? <laughs> did you hear the punchline to that, Chris? One more time. Funny. No, I didn't. I had to call Weber because I got to figure out how I'm going to be able to post both of these audio things to this thing. Go ahead. As, as part of the merger, the PGA will control holes 1 through 8 and 12 through 18. The Saudis do 9-11. <clears throat> wow! <laughs> wow! Let me guess. He's getting just vilified for that one. Uh, no, he's uh, no God, not at all. In fact, people love him for it. Huh? Well, well I just basically, figured, he's just calling the Saudis killers, which they are. That's so. what I'm. That, but that's what I mean. I'm surprised he's not getting any backlash. Who was that? Uh, because some people did some things. You know a saying? lot of a lot of wows. I know that. I can see gotcha. that. Uh, one guy says terrible, but the rest are all loving it pretty much. Huh. Much like I did. <laughs> a girl from walks by. Is Joe seriously? Uh, is he serious about that song? That is such a sexy song. I have no idea. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, this, but uh, Joe and his music tastes. Well, he's all over the board. I have a question. Did you guys bring up the the Ronald Reagan controversy yesterday? I didn't get a chance no, to listen. I had to it in my news today. I had nine more stories, but Joe, right. you know. Okay. What did I okay, miss? See ya. What What is she? The DFL chair? What was she's uh, She's not the chair. She's just a member of something or the other. Uh, okay. Let me see. I can find my story here. She basically said the only good thing Ronald Reagan ever did was 19 years ago today when he died. Yeah, and then one she, of those, you know. Someone that's in office? Yeah, she's the DFL. Help me. What is she, John? I, I'm looking, yeah, right now. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find my news. I can't find my news. There it <clears> is. Now, see, that's kind of hate shit that I, you know, it's. Yep. Yeah. I wasn't she, a Jimmy Carter guy, but you know what? I don't want him to die. You know what? It just. She's the chair of the Minneapolis DFL party. So the city DFL party. Got it. Brianna Rose Lee. But then what's her name? What a sea hag. I got it right here. Jen McEwen, who is the Minnesota Senator of District 8. She also basically doubled down on... Oh, she, she, I didn't see that. Uh, his President Reagan's legacy is a disgrace. I don't understand. Like, What are you hoping to accomplish by saying that? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, What, what are you trying to gain here? Yeah. Well, just taking shots at Reagan. They didn't like Reagan. I mean, I don't think they're trying to... <sighs> Because like, like the DFL chair came out and said, you know, it's a stupid thing to say, well, even to though steal, old, even though he pointed out that you know. But to steal Joe's line, Reagan's Winston Churchill compared to the rest of these psychopaths that are currently holding yeah, office on both he's sides. Pretty hated though on by the left. True, I who guess. still view him, you know, as the yeah. trickle down guy and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're saying that correctly, by the way, et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. Et cetera. All right. <clears throat> That's going to be it for me. I got to go to work. Yeah. See you, Johnny King. So see you, see you Thursday. Thursday, I guess. Yep. See you Thursday. Right. Thursday. 5,000. 5, what up, Doughboy? Okay. Doughboy? Who's Doughboy? Oh, yeah. I got to go do this because. I, gotta... I mean. Yeah. I mean. All right. Well, John. I will Bye, see John you Council. on Thursday. Thank you, for Christopher. Your All right, Johnny. Christopher Reavers. If indeed that's your name. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Well, it's really not your name, but. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. Shit. No, we're good. All right. See you, Johnny. Have right, a we'll fun see. day off or whatever. Uh, well, it's, uh, it, yeah. won't, it won't be sure. fun. Trust me. All right. See ya. See ya Thursday.